0: What's cracking everybody welcome into another awesome episode of the sick podcast Steelers crazy I'm Mike Nicastro follow me on Twitter at mike sports one that's at Jordan York music and our NFL draft series continues today we are so excited we have a great guest for you guys coming on a run stuffer a guy the Steelers could certainly use if you've missed any previous draft series episodes go back subscribe sick podcast Steelers crazy you have to follow this The NFL drafts coming up Jordan it's like Christmas Eve already in March man yeah I'm I'm still reminiscing about our time at the
1: NFL combine man it was just such a again a cool experience but what's even cooler is that we get to talk to these young men before they become NFL football players so I say we get to
0: it what do you say let's rock and roll Steelers crazy Turn up your volume, volume.
1: because you're about to listen to
0: The Sick Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. Aaron Smith,
2: Shields, Blacko Polamano takes it home, Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that, thanks to number 43.
0: The Sickest Pittsburgh Steelers Podcast.
2: Sports Entertainment, like no other, it's gonna be Sick. sick.
0: All right, joining us today, one of the best players from the Sun Belt Conference. Anytime we could shout out the Sun Belt, come on, man. You gotta you gotta love that conference. This guy's an absolute beast, and we're excited to talk about his journey to the National Football League. It's none other than Gerard Clark. My guy, what's going on?
2: What's up, man? How y'all guys doing?
0: Good. Good, good. We appreciate you joining us. We're excited to, of course, continue to follow your journey. We've already followed the combine, and we've already followed, of course, the Senior Bowl, East-West Shrine Bowl. So let's talk a little bit first about how you got here, man. You had a, You got an interesting journey. You yeah. know, of course, of course, we 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 do our homework on, on everybody, but you're somebody that we've been following for a while now. You yeah. come into college and you're a tight end. Tell me, tell me about this.
2: Yeah, so I came into college. I was recruited pretty much from my junior year, senior year as a tight end. Um, you know, I got to school. You know, couldn't really learn the playbook. You know, I came from a high school where our playbook was a packet. Like you just learn, you just learn the packet. Play plays like that. I come to college. We got hand signals. We got signs, and I, I felt like I was a step behind. You know, so I had a red shirt my freshman year, and then you know, red shirt. And up coming from a school where you're the man, you know, mm-hmm. so everybody looked to. I came. You know, I was a little bit humbled, and I kind of like lost my confidence, and like like really lost my motivation and drive to you know you know, stick with football and, you know, do everything necessary to be prepared and stuff like that. So I kind of got, you know, very lazy on a mental aspect, aspect. Yeah, listen,
0: you were really open and transparent about it. And I know a lot of people, not just players, appreciate that because we've talked about it before on this show with others. I know we had a former Steelers Super Bowl champion, Mike Logan, on recently and talking about mental health. A lot of people look at you guys and they see this guy who – has always been popular, a guy that's a beast who gets the privilege of playing football at a high level college school. But a lot of people forget that we're people, right? Gerard. And at the end of the day, you really went through some challenges that you were open about and persevered. It's a, it's a story of perseverance. No question.
2: Definitely. And it's also, it's, it's kind of like I tell my story. So like people who are afraid to tell their story or who are just ready to open up just yet, just, just, you kind of got to change your own narrative. You know, people mm-hmm. are going to control the narrative they have about you. But if you can create, you know, jump in front of it, create the narrative for yourself, then you can really make people feel dumb about themselves. Because, you know, I I just sat there. I listen to commentators, you know, just make so many jokes about, you know, my weight gain and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I don't it don't bother me. But like, don't don't speak on athletes, you know, you know, mental health if you don't really mm-hmm. care. If you're gonna make a joke about you know a guy going through certain stuff, like because I mean my weight gain wasn't just like some stuff that happened overnight. Like it was a, a you know a sequence of events you know that you know trickled down to you know just years and months on end of you know just stuff that, that was that was affecting me. But you know now you know they just they just recharged. They just you know and this year he was this and this year he was that. So let's let's make a little joke, make everybody laugh. And I know it was it was frustrating for like my parents because my parents are like you know why are they sitting there you know, you know, disrespecting my kid like that. And I had to tell him, like, man, that's just going to come. Like, that's just, you know, that's that's the world I'm stepping into where you're going to have to just shrug your shoulders and, you know, be okay with people saying whatever they want about you. Because at the end of the day, you know, I got to be the one to go out there and put in the work and do X, Y, and Z. That's
0: why we really enjoy having you guys on, is you do get to control the narrative here on the sick podcast, Steelers Crazy, man. All right, we'll get into some of the later part of your career now. You go from tight end to O-line, and then, of course, to D-line. And you're a beast, man. C- come on now. Last season, of course, third team all sum out there. You get the invite to the senior bowl. You're the co-captain on defense. You know, I was watching some tape on you. You're, you're shutting the run game down. You're even sacking the quarterback at that size. Come on, man. Uh, Tell me tell me about just how good all that felt, all that hard work combined into um, to what paid off.
2: It definitely wasn't, like, something that came overnight. Like, it, mm-hmm. it kind of just adjusting to D-line, because I'm trying to go based off of, like, you know, you know, what you learn in high school, what you learn in pop one, or you kind of just try to carry that to college, and you don't realize, like, there are so many mechanics, and tech there's so much technique that goes into playing defensive line, and if your technique is poor, no matter if the man is smaller than you, overtake you, and it was just, like, learning learning the technique and, you know, being coachable, like, being able to be coachable, and, you know, adapting to the guys around me, like, there was, you know, so many seniors who was there ahead of me, just trying to learn from them, and also learn from coaches. Being a sponge when it comes to that position, just being like wanting to, you know, be better, wanting to adapt your game and just, you know, add little pieces, you know, that you see from one guy to your game, you know, just see if it works. And if it don't work, you know, scratch it, but, you know, at least try it, give it a chance. Um, Really, it was just seeing that I could do it, though. (laughs) Yeah. You know, being switched, making that position change, and then seeing that I could do it, it was more so like that. I, I can see I can do this a little bit. Let me let me add a little more effort. Let me have a little, little more want to 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 this position. Let me see how this really turns out. And I think that's what really kind of like sparked my drive it was you know seeing for myself what I could be, and then also just believing in myself because you know I had coaches and family that believed in me. So it's time to believe in myself too.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, that's all good stuff to hear, man. I'm I'm a guy of perseverance over here as well and just you, you gotta put in the work and so I can really relate to that. But uh talk about the the senior bull experience. Uh obviously w- you kinda shed light on it, but just talk about the overall experience because I, I think it's such a cool event and were you able to network uh with the Steelers when you were there as well, Mike Tomlin, any of them guys?
2: Yeah, so I got to meet with Mike Tomlin once, uh, you know, during the Formal meetings and then you know just you know passing just walking by just introducing myself and then once again I practice you know we was doing one on one reps and I had asked him like you know you know what he see what he want me to you know do different and he was just saying like don't be hesitant you know be dominant just all he wants to see is me dominate stop thinking and just you know just play to get football and also you know he had he had other staff on the team too that was working with the you know D line they had the Quarterback was the DB uh, DC for the for the national team, so you know I, I got to be around some of his staff too, as far as you know the Steelers program. So it was pretty cool. I feel like I got to you know learn from them a lot, you know, just from a professional level too. Yeah. Just what they, what they expect, you know, if you're in their room, what you ex- what they expect from you, and you know, I think it was kind of it was like a small glimpse of like what like a little bit of like what it'd be like to be on an NFL team is like. They're not pushing you as hard as it would be on an NFL team, but like they're trying to like give you a little glimpse, like all right, you know, we're gonna let this slide now. But in the, you know, in the league, like you might get, one, you might get one opportunity, and you be like, okay, this is it.
1: Yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. let's shift to the NFL Combine. You know, how, how was that experience? I was actually there. I wish I would have ran into you, but I didn't want to bother you. I know you were in go mode. <laughs> um, just, were you happy with the results?
2: Um, overall, I think I had, I think I, I had a good day. Um, I wish my forty times a little better, my technique. Or, um, you know, just going back talking with my trainer and stuff, but I feel like I made up for it and within the position drills, like I, I completely zoned out. Like, once I realized, okay, I gotta pick it up, I gotta do something to really just make myself feel better not even just the scouts, make myself feel better because I was yeah. 40, and it was just like, all right, I got one rep of all these drills 120 percent on the, every drill, and if they make you start over, then 125 the next one. But that was just my goal, giving my all for that, for that one rep for those seven seconds. I got of a rep. I just got to go out for all seven seconds. Definitely.
0: Did you have your pro day yesterday? Yes, sir. How'd it go?
2: It was really good. It was pretty cold out there.
0: <laughs> really? Where are yeah. you at? You're in Coastal? Yep. And it was – man, I didn't even know that. Well, listen, I I, I can't talk. I'm in Florida. Jordan's in Pittsburgh, <laughs> yeah. so you got the it's halfway. It's here, so. <laughs> you got the halfway in between. It makes sense. I'm looking at that blue sky behind you, and I'm like oh, not yeah. even thinking, but then you're in the hoodie.
2: Yesterday it was. <laughs> It had rained the night before, uh, so, like, the field was, like, slippery and wet, and then, you know, it was just chilly outside. It was probably, like, 40-something, 50-something degrees out, but it was, like, a strong wind. But I mean, I got up there, supported my guys, you know, who were going through a pro day with me, and then when it came to, you know, doing position work, that's when I was just locked in. I was keyed in on attacking those drills. I think it was, like, six or seven drills that we had, and I think it was, like, you have one rep each side, so it was just, like, all right, now I got to dominate for 14, 15 total reps.
0: Good stuff. As you probably know by now, we're one of the biggest Pittsburgh Steelers podcasts out there. We're, so that means we're kind of Steelers specific. So listen, man, obviously you're somebody that I'm sure has been a, a fan of the NFL for a while, and watched some players growing up. What's the kind of vibe? You know, what do you know about the Steelers franchise? What kind of, you know, how interested would you be in, in playing for a team like that? And, you know, just talk about kind of who you rooted for growing up.
2: Um, I mean, growing up, so my team was a rival with the uh, Steelers. Ravens? I grew up a Patriots fan.
0: Okay, okay. so yes. good here. Whoever you get drafted by, it doesn't matter. You're you're a fan of that team.
2: <laughs> I, the you know Patriots battle with the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger versus Tom Brady. You know when Troy Polamalu was out there too, and Ryan Clark. You know just seeing those guys, mm-hmm. and you know uh, Le'Veon Bell. I'm like, like so, I got to see like all those games. I used to watch all yeah. those games on TV. You know, in my area. But I feel like the Steelers is just one of those dynasties that was just, you know, if they had one more piece, they'd have had way more championships. Or, you know, there was like one, one play away from winning multiple championships. Yeah. And I feel like that's that was like the, my big reason why I like the the Ravens, Patriots, and Steelers like growing up. And also uh and also the uh the Bucks. I always been like a fan off and off of the Bucks.
0: Yeah, well, we don't. Be...
2: I don't like the Giants, though.
0: <laughs> okay, no, giants. <laughs> we, we'll delete that clip if you get. To, we'll delete it if you get drafted. We'll delete that clip. I promise. We got. We got you. <laughs> hey, we, we would
1: love to have you in black and gold. But no matter where you go, you know we'll we'll follow your career and we appreciate it. But before we we before we get you out of here, we always like to ask like non football. So just tell us something that the fans and our viewers might not know about yourself it's um, unique it could be it could be anything what what's your favorite food you it could be where you like to go your favorite place whatever
2: um well for one i got a daughter on the way that she you know she be coming congratulations there. um I, i'm a big tattoo guy like i love getting tattoos i love okay. i don't know for some reason i like the thrill of you know sitting through a tattoo and seeing like the final like the finished product once it's all yeah. done and kind of having like your ideas come to life and come on, you know, be on your body and stuff like that. That's so that's the one thing, like, you know, me and my family bonded over. Just watch growing up watching my dad host like tattoo parties when all my mm-hmm. uncles, aunts, and family friends would come over and get tattooed at our house. So I was like, yeah, I definitely want tattoos when I grow up. And, you know, now I'm covered in them.
0: <laughs> Those defensive so it, tackles love pain, they just love yeah. pain, they, they <laughs> it's love therapeutic.
2: Pain. Yeah, I mean, it is like you sitting there and you got your headphones on, you got your music, and you just sitting there just getting your tattoo done. I mean, I zone out every time. I zone Man. out listen to music, and i will be like, next thing you know, you're done.
1: So you so guys are this nuts. I almost what... cried getting mine. <laughs> yeah. I went with you. I remember. So I, A bunch of... I, uh, I, I. So I guess we could say when if the Steelers draft you, you'll be getting the Steelers logo,
2: right? Uh Ooh. It depends on how long I'm at the Steelers. Cause you know. <laughs> hey, real tattoo removal now. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't want to brand myself and they don't like me. <laughs> nah,
1: I think I think that uh, everyone in Pittsburgh would ha- be happy to have you here. And no matter where you go, I know you're gonna be a success. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Um Thanks you, Rod. Are...
0: Appreciate
2: you guys.
1: Take care, man. Best of luck.
0: Thank you. We'll keep in touch, man. Yeah. Again
1: just a really down to earth uh his journey when I like you said when we we do our research it's just really cool to you know just see what these everyone just sees you know what goes on on the field but at the end of the day just like when we had Mike Logan on uh Super Bowl champ really opened up about mental health and I think it's important yeah. um just just in in sports in general I mean you're they're put on a pedestal and uh to really just open up and be transparent
0: with it I think that I mean that, that's that's just awesome You know what made me – not that I didn't previously, but something that stuck out, I should say, that told me this guy is motivated AF is when he was not happy with his 40 time. The guy's a defensive (laughs) lineman. He's a nose tackle in the middle of the defense. But this – our dude, Rod, said, he might be I was like Otana with my forty time, man. He, yeah, you know what? I tell you what, put him back at tight end, maybe <laughs> upset yeah. that, that forty time. But this is yeah. a guy who's not going to be, hey. he's not going to be running forty yards. Hopefully on any plays, shutting running backs down in the backfield, or you know, after two yard gains. Hopefully, if he's running forty yards, it's not a good thing. But that that comment stuck out to me yeah. for sure. He's motivated. And he said, man.
1: Yeah, and he said he was doing it for himself, like he wasn't like it was just you know that's obviously not what they're looking for at his position. Position, but he yeah. wanted to do it for himself. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, it is. It's just crazy, man. That the NFL draft is such an exciting time, um, and the Steelers are already. You know, we're going to be doing our free agency episode and talk about that, and just have a ton of. We
0: just have a ton Many of any free agent stars. episodes. You probably yeah. listen to one. We're going to have another one and another one, and then get to the draft. You always say it. It never ever ever ends around here in Steelers Nation. Steelers worldwide. I almost said, almost said Steelers country, but you always correct me.
1: It doesn't matter. Steeler Nation, Steeler Country. <laughs> it's just
0: the best sports franchise in the world. And overall. it's the best podcast in the world. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Sick Podcast, Steelers. Crazy. Sammy Nello. I'm out. We'll talk to you next time.
1: Here we go! And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Dealers Crazy, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.